Hello, everybody. Digital ears, analog mouths. You know how podcasts work. Welcome to another episode of Theatre of the World. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. So today's topic is superstition, where we take the word superstition and we raise it up on a platform of song and poem and conversation and prose. We hope that you nest inside this platform and maybe raise a family. We don't know. We can't possibly know. Uh, We wouldn't even think of it. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Sorry, guys. That was my alert noise. A strange shaved man who finally listened to the angels and threw away his medication is now following me on Instagram. (laughs) I've just set that up as an alert. I don't know if that's... Is that cool? Okay, cool. Um, sorry, what were we? Oh, yeah, so uh, superstition is the, is the topic. And obviously at the start of every show, what we do is we turn to Mark and we say to Mark, hey, we can't have a topic without a fact. And the fact and the bomb is with the Mark. And so we turn to Mark for the fact bombs. Fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Thank God someone else is talking. Superstition. Superstition. It sounds like it might be a magical superpower, but it's not. It's an irrational belief or practice dealing often with fate, magic, fear of the unknown, and arises from a misinterpretation of science and causality. It's also... <laughs> That's <laughs> directly off Wikipedia, yeah, Did it? you come up with that on your own? Or? I, no, I sort of reworded it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good. It's yeah. also the title of a 1972 song by Stevie Wonder. <sighs> Stevie Wonder sounds like he might be a magical superhero, but he's not. (laughs) He's an American singer-songwriter, musician, and producer, closely associated with the Motown label. Although he is blind, just like the Marvel superhero Daredevil. (laughs) Fact bobs. That's good. That was so segue-y. Oh, sorry, guys. I got a a notification. Uh, Apparently... um, all the guilt from all the crimes ever committed in all my previous lives are now following me on Instagram. <laughs> so I should turn this off. <laughs> Sorry. Superstition, eh? Hey. Hey. And the reason that 12A exists is because no one wants to use the number 13. Mm. Do you know what that term is called? You can tell us. Tetraphobia. Uh, is it? I thought it was it was Triska. Uh, Triskai decophobia. So here's the deal. I, I can pronounce mine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. tetraphobia so is, is number four. Tetraphobia is um is to do with because uh, I looked this up. It's yeah. to do with um really the Chinese uh, yeah. belief in numbers. Yeah. Tetraphobia. And the, and the fear of number four, which in yes. in Chinese sounds like death. So uh, one of the reasons uh, that should um, we rename this podcast number four. <laughs> Well, it's also number thirteen, um, but do you know why number thirteen is a, is a, uh, a a superstitious number? Yes, no, no. yes, no. Uh, it's because it's because Judas was the thirteenth guest at 
the Last Supper. Uh, the yeah. Chinese big on Christianity? Yeah, yeah. No, the Chinese are afraid of the, the number four. No. Who is we, the fourth the, guest? Uh, it was, um, it was Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald came along. Wait, wait, wait. Grimace. Okay, let's back this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I think I think I, was, I think I just got a, an alert. Yeah. Um, apparently, a squirrel in a toupee who wears your picture in his tiny locket is now following me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I keep having this on. It's crazy. Uh, I don't think Ronald McDonald was a disciple, champ. Uh, no, I'm sure he was there. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a dinner, so you know. <laughs> the last supper was a happy meal. I reckon if McDonald's could get away with it, just the they opposite. Would absolutely, have all of the characters at the last supper. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Wait, is is the Hamburglar Judas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Hamburglar betrayed Ronald McDonald. Ah, uh, stole his cheeseburger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, honestly, when Judas is around, keep your eyes on your fries. <laughs> Email in. <laughs> oh, hang on. Apparently, unemployed farmers with shotguns and no teeth are now following me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird they would let me know that. But... All right, so yes. um, superstition. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. I played in a band called the Yang Fan Quartet. Yes. I've heard of them. Now, the Yang Fan Quartet used to play live music to silent movies, but often we would just record our instrumentals and launch them as just sort of album launches, right? Mm-hmm. And we did this once, and we got a support act who was, I won't name him, but he was a guy who we knew and who'd been around. And, and, you know. and he had a show called Dreams of the Chicken. Now, the whole point of this guy's show was that he had a live chicken mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would hypnotise it in front of an audience and somehow reach some sort of zen conclusion through the hypnotising of the chicken. Yep. So we had him as our opening act. <laughs> and there he was with his lovely assistant and his live chicken. Mm-hmm. And he did a big spiel at the start about the, the superstition of chickens being a holy creature in certain cultures and how hypnotising a chicken was about power and control over the, the holy relic and blah, 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 blah. And then he proceeded to hypnotise the chicken. Here's the problem. He and his lovely assistant had been imbibing what could only be described as an heroic amount of mezcal. <laughs> One of the reasons why I'm not going to name him is he did come up to me backstage and he said to me, James, he said. This is me disguising his real accent. James, he said, have you ever done acid before a show before? And I said, no, I hadn't. He said, me neither. But tonight, tonight is the night. So he'd done some acid. He'd done some mezcal. He then put the rest of the mezcal in a water pistol Mm. and he was shooting it in the mouths of the audience who were, at best, bemused, at worst, wet with mezcal. Yeah, a little bit stinging in the eye. So he goes to hypnotise the chicken, which involves putting the chicken into a cardboard box and swaying back and forth rhythmically in a slow motion. Now, for those of you who have hypnotized chickens listening to this podcast or who've seen it, it does work. You can lull a chicken off to sleep, yeah. much like a, a baby, by just rocking it gently and it will drift into a sort of a 
pseudo sleepy trance. Yep. Unfortunately, this guy who had done this act a million times before was very drunk and very high and only succeeded in annoying the chicken by swaying it back and forth in a cardboard box. <laughs> he then proceeded to pretend that the chicken was hypnotized when the chicken clearly was not. So it's a he- hard thing to pretend. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest. Without the chicken on side. I'll yeah. be honest. I've seen a lot of things in this world and I only know one truth. Either a chicken is hypnotized or it is not. Mm. There is no in between. So he's going, oh, the chicken is hypnotized. Now we can, we can you know, pull it any, we can make it do anything that we want. But they couldn't because it wasn't. <laughs> so it was flapping. In some distress, and because our, you know, very lovely, cuddly PC audience abhors violence towards animals, all it saw was a madman who was drunk and on drugs, manhandling a live chicken who was not hypnotised or complicit (laughs) and pushing it into a cardboard box that it did not want to go into. (laughs) And the crowd really turned on this guy, (laughs) booing him and yelling things about the RSPCA, which for international listeners is the our Australian Looking After Animals Society. We hadn't hit stage yet, (laughs) but we came out to a crowd, quite a large crowd, of very angry people because what they had seen was a man fuck with a chicken. Yeah. For about 30 minutes. And the ones who weren't upset at the behaviour towards the chicken were bored. (laughs) Like really, really bored. And then we had to come out and just play instrumental music. (laughs) (laughs) It was the worst. It was one of the – it was – look, it wasn't a great gig. There, I said it. Oh. Hang on, sorry. I got to interrupt this hilarious anecdote. Uh, apparently, a guy called Lars, who is part Indian and part hammock, is now following me on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. So many you're very popular tonight. All I'm saying is, don't hypnotize a chicken. That's yeah. true. Mezcal's um, nice though. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's it fine is. in small doses. You don't want a madman shooting it at you through a water pistol. It's not the. It's probably not the best way to enjoy it. Open your mouth. He was screaming at yeah. just innocent members of the audience. Yeah. Oh, that's that's kind of disturbing. Uh, it wasn't good. You've decided not to work with chickens anymore. Yes, I have, and yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, mainly that's that. That's fair guy. enough. <laughs> Mabel, black label, 
the beer with more, the beer with more, the beer with more, life in the flavor. Do you guys have your own superstitions? Anything like, you know, there are people who will wear a certain T-shirt or underwear to make sure that their team wins. I always find that's a weird thing. Yeah. It's like in some way you have some control over the outcome of something and involves a lot of other people by the very fact that you've applied a certain piece of clothing. <clears throat> I, I, I don't have a superstition in, yeah. in that I don't believe that anything I do has any effect on anything, but I that's do a, have my own approach. neuroses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like good. My things like, you know, it's like it's like the difference between... You know, touching the doorknob 18 times before you switch on the light switch okay, um, and that? thinking that that makes a difference, right. but just having that as something that you need to do. Yeah, right. I don't personally need to do that. Therapy works. Yeah. How, about, how about you, James? Um, well, it's one of those things where I, I would say I definitely catch myself thinking superstitious thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I would say that I I think I think it's human nature because I think you you said it very well is that it's about the illusion of control mm. and it's about sort of uh, putting control into a part of your life where you clearly have no control over. Yeah. And so the idea of, of going, oh, I did this one thing once and it all worked out, so I'll just do it every time, yeah. I think is a, uh, is a very human emotion. Yeah. Can't think of an example. Should have. Well, my, my example would be, imagine I have a giant sort of project that I'm working on yeah. that is contingent on a million billion different tiny little decisions that and, and actions that need to be made. Yes. I will wait, tell... Wait, Okay, I've got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I will tell absolutely no one about that end goal yeah. until I am absolutely certain that it's actually yeah. going to happen. Not because I don't... Th- I Because I think if I tell someone it's not going to happen, yeah. it's just I want to mitigate the fallout when it doesn't happen and yeah. then have to go to everyone and go, oh, yeah, this didn't work out because yeah. I forgot to press enter. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the most common superstition. Yeah. I think people don't have any any real sense of why they feel like actually expressing something into the world might make the possible thing that's going to happen not happen, but for some reason they do. Mm. I think it's, I think it's, it's sort of a, an airing on the side of caution. Yeah. I've actually just thought of an example. Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, apparently the world's first mute rapper is following me now on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram's a great media for mute rappers. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, it's visual. It's very visual. <laughs> very visual. It's very visual. So I forgot my example. Moving on. No, that's all right. So we used to do a thing when I was younger that I have no idea why, and I'm not sure if you guys did it, but there was a, a thing in my family which was about lifting your feet when you drive over train tracks. Oh, no. I've, I've never heard of that, that? but I'm not, I don't think I've heard of that. And I think I believe there's something about actually putting your hands on the roof of the car at the same time, which is a uh, and everything else. Like a, there are a lot of superstitions where you can sort of see the the origin of the uh, the superstition was around some kind of survival um, thing, you know, or or even a practical fear. Mm. But the, I have I still can't find any reason why. 
You should lift your feet. How how far does it date back? Do you know? Like, have, is, it, is it like electric trains? Because I can see maybe like well, it's, it's practical. like to not ground yourself or something. Yeah. Or to, I don't know. I don't but know. But surely you'd want to ground yourself. Yeah. Like, Might I suggest that it has something to do with the fact that it's all about focus. So mm. if a driver over yeah. a train tracks remembers that there's something he or she has got to do when they cross a train track, yeah. they'll actually be more focused and concentrating. Mm. So you think the know. TAC invented that no. superstition? Um, but why then the holding the breath while you go past a cemetery? Well, there you go. Yeah. I think the... Um, Is uh, that a thing? I've never heard of that. What, yeah, what, it's, really, what it's really good... Difficult in Carlton. It's a, it's a very long cemetery. cemetery <laughs> and you have to drive it 40 kilometres. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it's. I think the the benefit that, that to me sounds like the cemetery. That to me sounds like the cemetery is raising more business because just <laughs> people die of asphyxiation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna hold your breath trying to walk trying to walk past the cemetery. Yeah, that's miles and miles long. Oh so, man, I hadn't even thought about if you're walking. That'd be a no, no. They just they're just waiting for you at the other end with coffins. About <laughs> halfway the other to the other end, there's just a pile of people. Yeah. So uh, I think the best thing that comes out of that superstition is just really good at. <laughs> like you are just really activating that core when you're doing that. But other than that, I've no idea. Um, so there's there's also uh, there is a, a thing in in China which apparently when you move into a new apartment that you toss pineapples into the apartment before you move in. Actual pineapples, because pineapple is, of course, a slang term for grenade. Actual, actual pineapples. Okay. Yeah, or possibly grenades. Well, and um, then again, how far does how far back does that date? Because pineapples aren't native to China. I know are they? it is a very strange thing. Um, I believe. How far back does it date? Could you just throw dates? Well, possibly. Yeah. It's I mean, pineapples have been around forever. So. Well, I know, but they. <laughs> Do you, have to, on the other do you have to leave them there? Do you set the furniture up around no, them? No, I think you just throw them in. I actually think it's got something to do with the language. It's it's a, a play on words. A pineapple, pineapple means pine, the pineapple word scene. for pineapple is, is <laughs> close to luck, uh, which is what I think a lot of superstitions are about. They're about they're about luck and bad luck. Yeah. And I a disagree. lot of the time you're avoiding bad luck. I disagree you? with okay. that. I think it's something to do with, oh, it's a new place. We've got people coming over. We're going to make punch. <laughs> We're going to do it. We don't have any bowls. <laughs> Straight in. We're going to make punch on the floor and everyone's going to swim through the punch and drink as they go. Yeah. And when they get to the couch, they're all drunk. Yeah. Make punch on the floor was what my experience was of nightclubs in the in the uh, 90s. Um, Bang. So, <laughs> Comedy I, joke there. I don't I know thought, what you mean by that. I Are thought, you, were you a bouncer? I, I thought, yeah. Early, early, uh, early days. I was a bouncer. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, the adventures of Terence and Spider, professional oh, bouncers. <laughs> so, cut. I have just for bad luck. For bad luck today, I have um, thirteen popular superstitions. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a uh, Chris's list of it's things. Not a list of things. All right, good. Just checking. It's this. Better it's, not be a sequence of items. It's not a sequence. Is it? It's thirteen. It's a. It's a package. Is it Chris's bag of tricks? It's a package. It's a bag of tricks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking One. Hell. Yeah. Stepping on a crack will break your mama's back. Mm. Stepping on a crack dealer is a lot worse. <laughs> is it? Two. <laughs> How? Because they're quite violent. Are they? I think so. Not if they're lying down. What if sleep? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, Ouch. I mean, I, the end. I don't think, look, I, I just, 
I just, uh, you know, people have told me this. I, I don't know the absolute details. Who, who, who told you? It's, it's just a guy. A guy a told crack you? Dealer. Was a crack dealer. A crack dealer told you? I was on. Chris, I was, why are you talking to crack dealers? What's his name, Chris? <laughs> Where does he live? Brad. He lives Brad. In, he lives How in, Chris. He lives I'm, in, you're grounded. He lives in <laughs> Brad the crack dealer. From, from Pakenham. Number two. Yes. <laughs> itchy palms mean you're coming into money, which is big. Good because you can buy some steroid cream to deal Why? with your hand eczema. Why are you coming into money? Just use a tissue. <laughs> Three. <laughs> By the way, I reckon you'd know. You'd know. <laughs> you know if you've made it, if you're coming into money. <laughs> I reckon, like, I know somewhere, somewhere as we speak, Jay-Z yeah. is coming into money. Yeah, it's like lighting a cigar with a $100 bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but this is this is throwing away possible baby children on a thousand dollar bill. <laughs> Number three, yep. if you cut your hair on Friday the thirteenth, legend says someone in your family will die. However, the superstition doesn't state timelines. <laughs> okay. Four, Clever. if your ears are burning, someone is talking about you, or you finally succumb to all that radiation exposure from too much mobile phone usage. I think that's probably my favourite Midnight Oil song. <laughs> Ears are burning. Five. If you spill salt, you should throw it over your shoulder so no one realises you spilled salt, but it looks like you've got terrible dandruff. <laughs> Can I cut, cut in at this point and say <laughs> there are eight more? <laughs> there are eight more. It's true. <laughs> okay. Six. Yep. If you have a sudden shiver, someone has walked over your future grave. If you shiver uncontrollably, someone is building a nice set of luxury apartments on your future grave. <laughs> Seven, a bird shitting on your head is good luck. Hopefully that luck will counteract the effects of the histoplasmosis you've contracted from the bird. Eight, wearing a rabbit's foot around your neck is lucky because rabbits carry all of their luck in their cute little paws. <laughs> Which is true. Nine. Don't say good luck. Oh, hang on. I got it. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. I, so much I didn't Instagram. It just. I really should turn my phone. I don't know why I have my phone off. Yeah, I know. It's very uh, rude. Sorry. Apparently, the me from the parallel dimension where everybody is blue and shaped like an owl is following me on Instagram. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Go. Nine. Don't say good luck to an actor about to go on stage. Just go back to your seat and enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> Ten. If someone gives you the evil eye, give it back to them and ask for the good one. <laughs> Eleven. If you receive a chain letter, throw it in the bin immediately. What is this? Nineteen ninety-five. Why do you even check your mailbox? What is literally the deal? <laughs> Number 12, according to Feng Shui, placing a mirror... Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait Feng to, what? We have to go back. <laughs> Shui? According to Feng Shui. <laughs> Shui is correct. So close. Placing a mirror on the inside of your front door will prevent your money-bearing dragon from leaving the house, which would explain why my money-bearing dragon hasn't been to the bank and deposited some money in my money-lacking savings account. 13. And final... Find a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck. Unless it's a cursed penny or a woman named Penny. 
Why? Why? Why would? Why would she be bad luck? I mean, just because he shouldn't pick her up. Why not? Why? Because it's um, sexual harassment. Is she lying? Is she lying beside the crack dealer you've stepped on? No, no, next to the. Is she a money-bearing dragon? (laughs) She could be. Are you preventing her from leaving? Penny is the uh, finance. In which case, Chris, we're going to talk to the authorities (laughs) about you. Oh, hang on, I got a a thing. Oh, apparently everyone I've ever thought about while masturbating (laughs) is following me on Instagram. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Like. Anytime there's motor noise at STP, anytime you're burning oil at STP, for slicker parts and quicker starts and fuel economy, every time you change your oil at STP Oil Treatment. Here's a little segment that I like to call Mark's Shop. Oh, oh um, dingle, next cut. Hey, okay, can sorry. I do the fucking thing? I, I needed song, the please? door ding first. No, next customer, please walking on into Mark's Shop. Mark's Shop, close enough. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so we're gonna do something a little bit different tonight. Ooh. Mark's Shop tonight is Mark- going to be entertaining. <laughs> it's it, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Um, Mark's shop tonight is a restaurant, oh. and Mark's restaurant is called Mark's Superstation. <laughs> it's a super Sup- restaurant. Superstation. Okay. Are we Sup- customers? Yep. I'll go first. Yep. No, no, no. But the thing that we're doing different tonight is you're both going to be there together, and you're both going to be having like a soup degustation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. That's good. So let's work for us. So there's a lot, station. a lot of soup. Is that soup? what's going yep. on? You're okay. going to have a lot of soup. Well, that right. sounds amazing. Okay. Oh, hang on. Before we start, <laughs> sorry. Oh, apparently, a plant who has developed human emotions because of a freak chemical spill uh, is now following me on Instagram. Mm. Sorry, Mark, go on. Okay. That's a okay. good thing to know before you start eating uh, soup. No, no, I agree. Well, hello, gentlemen. Thank you for coming to Mark's Superstation. My, my pleasure. Look, we've heard nothing but good things about the Degustation meals of soup. I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, but for liquid. But I only like entrees. I don't like a main meal. Yeah. So yeah. soup is the perfect. Yeah, yeah. My dinner with entree. <laughs> That's genius! That's pretty great. That's an excellent 80s reference. (laughs) (laughs) That literally no one other than the three of us will get. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. Are you listening who didn't get that reference? Fuck you. Go watch a movie. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to Mark's Superstation. Thank I you. have a fork. That's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah throw be. that away. That, yeah. That's a mistake. That uh, shouldn't be uh, there. Ding. Okay. For your first course tonight, your first soup, it will be pho. Oh. A Vietnamese soup yes. pho. Yes. But the pho is yes. actually uh, cat pho, yeah. and it's black cat pho. And a black cat is very unlucky. Uh, for some people, or possibly lucky, who can say? Yeah. So racist yet, or might, um, okay with that? It's a, I don't think it's, it's racist. It's, it's Vietnamese people eating cat. That's a no, cat. it's no, because it's fur. It's yeah. not racist. It's just the name sounds like fur. Yeah. Oh, I've got a fur in my throat. What? 
because I ate the soup. That was the one he opened with. Imagine well, second course. <laughs> wow, you guys have finished your fur al- it was already. Um, I hope it was good. I just now scratched I- mine. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your. Now it's for your second course. Yes. It's a. <laughs> oh my god. Um, second course is a mulligatawny soup. Oh, that sounds nice. It's delicious. It's a, it's a, it's actually an English soup, but it has its roots in Indian cuisine. But the tawny part of mm. the soup is actually a tawny owl, wow. uh, which in many cultures is a sign of death. Enjoy. Okay. Um, look, I mean, as long as it doesn't look at me, it should be fine. I'm all right with it. I'll eat an owl. I'll eat anything, man. Pretty hungry. <laughs> do you want? Do you want mine? <laughs> I don't. I don't want this because I honestly, Ooh. this is a dead owl floating in broth. <laughs> this is like a Harry Potter gone wrong. Did he have an owl? I don't know. He did have an owl. Do you like Harry Potter? Fuck you if you like Harry Potter. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> this date is not going well. <laughs> Is this a date, Chris? Well, I don't am know. Am I taking you out? I guess so. Have I gone to? Have I? Have I gone You've to taken great lengths? Soup restaurant. It seems pretty, pretty fancy. I guess degustation's pretty fancy <laughs> date. Am I hoping to get into your pants? I don't know, and man. second course, I've brought out the uh, owl. I don't know. Oh, I can't wait for third course. <laughs> By the way, imagine taking someone out for a date and then filling them full of soup. <laughs> How many courses are there, Mark? Uh, four. Imagine four oh. courses of liquid and then going, hey, let's have a roll in the hay afterwards. <laughs> Sounds You'd be sploshing splash. and loshing around. Oh, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> Theoretically. Do you know what the best part about the owl course is that we're halfway through? <laughs> it's true. I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> That's the worst way to ever. You don't bring out meals with an apology. I'm sorry about this. Uh, Do you want a fork? Mm. No, it's soup. Well, you guys look like you finished your mulligatawny soup. Yeah, it's pretty uh, tawny. So it's Chris had mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, looks like it's it's time for your third course. Yes. Which is ah, oh, forgotten what it's called. It's ah, uh, it's a Spanish soup. It's made yeah. from tomatoes. It's kind of cold. Yeah. It's it's called ah uh, guys help me out here gazpacho bless you <laughs> a, a sneeze was believed to separate the soul from the body and saying bless you oh, after no. a sneeze was you was to prevent the ste- the devil stealing the soul. <laughs> uh, I'm paying for this. <laughs> that doesn't really count as a course, right? <laughs> You making a terrible labour joke and then explaining it to me, that doesn't, that's, that's not going to be on the bill, right? The owl bill. Uh, owls don't have bills, they're uh, mates. This is a hoot. So guys, you uh, you yeah. finished. <laughs> I j- what I really want is more liquid. Oh, hang on, sorry. Can I just interrupt? Yes, I got please. a um, <laughs> you. Um, oh, apparently uh, the Spanish phrase meaning constipated werewolf is following me on Instagram. <laughs> sorry, guys, don't no. interrupt. Uh, no, there's a last can, course. Um, you can <laughs> you can dispatch her the gestapo. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck me. This is it's official. This is the first podcast that is not making it. <laughs> this is the worst podcast. It's the worst one we've ever done. Ah. Okay. Ah. 
uh, so you guys look like you've enjoyed. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying so hard to believe it. <laughs> I wouldn't bother. That'll help. Ah, uh, so it looks like you guys have really enjoyed that gazpacho. Yeah. We did. It was just a joke. We didn't actually get the soup. Yeah. I just said you made me. Oh, torturously say the word gazpacho, and then you said bless you, and then you looked very pleased with yourself. You can't eat that. Do you know how much liquid I've got to get into this man if he's gonna if he's gonna let me fuck him? <laughs> well, um, oh, oh, wait, what's that noise? What's that pulling into the super station? Critics. Why? It's the sushi train, oh. and it's bringing with us some delicious miso soup. Mmm. Oh. That doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but <laughs> it was just the sushi miso train. Miso soupy. You didn't, you didn't go for, oh, I hope you don't miso the train. Uh, oh, that you don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that too far? Have I gone a bridge too far? Probably. <laughs> Holy Christ! I don't want to tell him his business. Uh, oh, oh, hang on. Sorry, guys. Um, I got a notification. Apparently, a hat with its own Facebook fan page is following me on Instagram. Jesus! You know what's weird? You don't even have an Instagram account. No, no. <laughs> what's your point? Ladies and gentlemen, and Mark, and boys, and girls. And Chris. And Chris. And me. Let's do a little segment I like to call James's List of Things. James's James list, list of Things. James's list, list of Things. James has got some things to list. Superstition. It's not, nothing to do with it. Couldn't be bothered. Yep. Um, so this is eight. And you always know that it's going to be a stretch when there's eight. Yeah. Um, it's going to be it's five or it's going to be ten. It's a safe number. Eight. Eight places to keep your Bitcoins. <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of Bitcoins? Oh, apparently it's all the rage on the thing. So here we go. Eight places to keep your Bitcoins if you like Bitcoins. Number one, in the Minternet. <laughs> in the Minternet. Yeah, there's seven more. Shut up! <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, open strong. <laughs> Number two, in the firewall safe. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, places to keep your bitcoins in a hollowed out blog. <laughs> Number four, in a bank of monitors. <laughs> Number five, in a Pinterestment company. <laughs> Number six, you want to keep your Bitcoin safe? Bury it in a currency crypt. Oh, that's a strange. Two more. Number seven. Keep your Bitcoin in a linked insurance fund. <laughs> and finally, eight places to keep your Bitcoins under your mattress. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck you. I was five minutes preparing that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. 
I've got a segment. Oh, oh God, I hope God. it's good. Please, Chris. So, you know, sometimes... Chris, Chris, I don't want you to do a segment unless it's brilliant. Do you know, it's sometimes... It's got to be brilliant. You've got to save this podcast. This oh, podcast Jesus. is a fucking dumpster fire. No pressure. You, you, it's all down to you, my friend. You've got to right. bring it on home. Okay. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> I have a website. What? Oh, that's a segment. Chris's, Chris's website. Low prices are just the beginning. Saving the podcast. I feel like um, superstition, uh, as I, as I mentioned earlier, is is a lot about luck. It's about when you when you feel like you want to improve your chances at something. Mm-hmm. Um, superstition is where your luck uh, ends. Um, so if if you do something that uh, is bad, then you'll be unlucky. So you might do something that's good and then you'll be lucky. Like we're a rabbit. Can I say? I, and think, I, I, put, I think I put too much <laughs> stock in Chris. <laughs> Can I say, and I mean this, that is literally the opposite of what superstition <laughs> means. There is, there, there, is, there is absolutely no correlation between what you said Look, and what superstition means. There is a superstition about walking on the ladders. If you do that, you've got to find a way to get yourself back from the unlucky position that you're in. Okay. Yes, no, that's fair. Okay, that's what that's I'm fair. saying. So what you're saying is that some superstitions serve as reasonable real-world warnings. That's right. Okay. So well, you're an idiot. What I'm looking no, he's right. Yeah. Leave him alone. Is. Do, you, do you not remember your soup segment? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, or maybe back the fuck up. I was trying to forget it. Yeah, you had your soup segment. I had my Bitcoin segment. At the moment, Chris is smelling like a rose. <laughs> Chris is winning. All right? So Let him go with his little thing. I turned to the wonderful world of the internet mm-hmm. to find a way to return my luck. And the place I found was called Magical Recipes Online, which is a place you can go to find uh, magical recipes and spells and witches' resources. Um, and it's just near its sister site, the Salem Witch Trial Online. But... That would be the weird sister site. Magicalrecipesonline.com. There are potions like the flying potion, which lets you fly. Sounds good. Devil's Trap. Well, hang on. What's the recipe? I'm not going to give you the recipes. All these, you can go to it. It's on the internet. What's the website? Magicalrecipesonline.com. Okay. Go and search it up. Seems legit. Um, Sweet. We'll be flying around. Yeah, um, like nobody's business. So I thought I I would share with everybody a magic spell to reverse... Bad luck. Cool. <clears throat> I, I don't think any podcast has needed it more. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, having read this spell, I feel like it needs really sexy music. And I'm going to read it out to you. <laughs> I just, I need some really sexy music. Right. Uh, that would start now. How to Reverse Bad Luck. By casting this spell, you'll open yourself to good luck by removing obstacles caused by misfortune. You can use this spell as is or in combination with the reverse bad luck spell. We'll get to that later. You'll need a white candle, fast luck oil, a candle holder and matches. First, you've got to anoint the candle with fast luck oil. Do that starting from the middle of the candle, working towards the tip. This is hot. Towards yourself. Yeah, this is hot. Then turn the candle around and continue anointing it. Now starting from the middle, To the bottom, yeah, and towards Ooh. yourself again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm there. Main. I'm there. 
The main focus is to bring the good luck, yeah. not the bad. That's why we anoint the candle in this manner. Everything's coming up luck. After you've done that, hold the candle in your hands and stroke it oh, yeah. until the candle feels quite warm. Is the candle lit? And maybe softer. Sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then bring it close to your mouth and whisper to it as if you're entrusting a secret mission to it. Candle chase bad luck away. Bring good luck for me today. Repeat this a total of nine times. Then put the candle in the candle holder and let it burn completely. Wait, what's the candle holder in this situation? Uh, <laughs> your hand at the moment. <laughs> Sorry, just to, just to backtrack. I, I've never been a spy, but I'm pretty sure that when you get a secret mission, they don't whisper it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. So basically, you've got to just toss off a candle to get yeah. good luck. Good luck. Wow, Get that wax it. all over your face. That's what I'm after. Jesus. Chris's website. Hey, if anyone out there has a cat and that cat wears a jacket, the person who made your cat's jacket is now following me on Instagram. I can't help it. I'm very popular. Are you? Mm. That's what I'm saying on social media. You've done it. You've made it through the rain of fire and avoided the gypsy's curse. <laughs> You've reached the end of this podcast. We never thought we would. But we have, and you have with us, like you're holding our hands through our mouths. Think about that. What kind of Lovecraftian nightmare would that be? Oh, my God. Oh, holy Christ, holding hands through mouths. It doesn't bear thinking about. Oh, forget I said it. Until next we meet. Until next our hands reach your mouths through our mouths in a hand-mouth way that I described earlier and then asked you to forget. I'm James. I'm Mark. I'm Chris. The best thing you can do for this podcast to keep it going is to give us a five-star review and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us. Or just talk about the podcast. Tell your friends. It would be really, really great. If you like the music of Man Bites God and you would like to fund the show, the best way to do it is to buy our music on iTunes. Just search for Man Bites God. Thank you so much for donating your time. We know there's so much content out there. The fact that you spent some time with us is really a Appreciated. We're very, very sorry. Bless you. Dispatch you. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Suspicion is today's topic. Suspicion? Is it? <laughs> Superstition. <laughs> oh, fuck me. We should have done suspicion. Sounds bad. Ah. So welcome into the podcast library. Uh, you've checked out a book, and that book's spine says suspicion. That oh man, someone else, someone else has got to do this. Someone else has got to do this. My mind is gone. All right, once more. This is man, my God.